Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Key Reese And I'm Laura Brodnick. And you're looking ravishing today, I might add. Oh, I literally ran into the office. I haven't even put on my nice office shoes yet, so thanks for that. Oh my god, well now I'm <laughs> going to look at your feet. No, look away. No, no one look. <gasps> Leopard print slides. <laughs> they might run to work shoes. They're very chic. Anyway. Well, something that's not so chic. How about that segue? Mm. News today that Lizzo is being sued for a whole slew of allegations. Some of them mostly all of them quite serious. But what we want to do is go through everything that's actually out today, who it actually concerns, and then why it's been so hard for many of us to talk about it today. Before we jump into that, let's do some entertainment news headlines of the day. I have news. What's the hot gosh? I want more headlines. Kicking things off today, the latest news from the actors' strike, and that is the fact that Oscar winner Viola Davis has stopped filming her movie due to the strike. Now, she was previously on one of the movies, G20, that had been given permission by the Guild to go ahead with filming because the studio producing the movie had agreed to all of SAG's terms, which is what they're striking for. But now Viola has released a statement saying that she has stepped away from the project, saying, I love this movie, but I do not feel that it would be appropriate for this production to move forward during the strike. This comes after actress and comedian Sarah Silverman had also called out a lot of actors, particularly these high-profile actors, for going ahead filming their projects. Even though they were coming under the Guild rules, it still means that there's going to be a lot of content coming out in the next couple of months which could potentially go on streaming services, which is kind of what the actors are striking for. They're trying to starve the streaming services in particular so that they're forced to come to the table and they're worried that if some people are making movies and TV shows and some people aren't, it's going to really stop those negotiations and it means the people on this production or people even from craft services to people who are building the sets are also going to lose their income. Yeah, that's the tricky thing about this. It goes back to the conversation we had last week of what the role of these A-list actors is with this and it's lose-lose, you know, like she's doing the right thing and staying strong. And I think the point that you made about starving the streamers of content is so important because that's the only real way that change is going to happen. But then obviously these other people who, as you said, aren't covered by the Screen Actors Guild won't have access to those funds that we mentioned last week that help people who are kind of struggling through these strikes. So... A rock and a hard place, but yeah, exactly. at the end of the day, it's all done with hope that it will make a difference. Exactly. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. 
to link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts. Open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. Airbnb and Gwyneth Paltrow's move to make the world a little less lonely. How? By renting out the actress's Montecito guest house. And yes, it's as bonkers as it sounds. So Gwen announced the news today on her Instagram with a reel that we're going to play in a second. But this is what the caption read. Loneliness is a human condition, but in the past few years, increased isolation and our lack of community has made our lives even more fragmented. Airbnb had the brilliant idea of doing something to make the world a little less lonely, which is why I'm inviting you to come and stay at my Montecito guest house for a night. While we may begin as strangers, I hope we'll find connections and commonalities over a delicious meal, lay by the pool, go on one of my favourite hikes, and of course you'll have a bathroom stocked with my favourite group products. All right, let's listen to Gwenny as she's doing a little house tour. Hi, I'm Gwyneth Paltrow. Welcome to my Montecito home. Behind me is my beautiful little guest house, which I'm about to list on Airbnb. Here we've got a nice soaking tub, some of my favourite goop products, your skin is gonna be better when you leave than when you came. Another amazing thing we can do when you come and stay is we could have a little chef's dinner together with your guest and my husband. I have everything all set up and ready for you. Cannot wait to host you in the guest house. See you soon. Well, who doesn't want to sit down with <laughs> Gwenny and Brad and have a little dinner on a little swim? Laura Broderick, I'm dying to get your thoughts on this because it is a bit rogue. I mean... First of all, I love that the cure for loneliness, which is something we've been discussing a lot, particularly coming off, they don't say the word COVID in there, but it's implied in the advertising that Mm -hmm. we've all been shut away from people for the last couple of years. Loneliness is more prevalent than ever. It's one of the main things a lot of people are seeking mental health assistance from. And the cure is to go and rent Gwyneth Paltrow's guest house. I'm so glad we've solved that problem. I'll just tick that off my list for the rest of the day. I know. And I get why they're doing it because so much of like Airbnb, the experience, that I think they're trying to differentiate themselves within the market and heroing the fact that you have these super hosts and they really make Mm. the experience. But, like, I don't know if she was the right person. Like, maybe hero, I guess they have to do a celebrity, but, like, it took me a while to get to that conclusion. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, they're trying to go the host route. Like, it just was a bit weird. And then the CEO of Airbnb was also, he had like a cameo and he was like, it's the most beautiful house I've ever seen. And I was like, did he really need to be in I love how she's like, Brad. Yeah, she's like, what do you think? As if she's really waiting for his verdict, whether her palatial guest house, that's bigger than probably both of our apartments combined. It's definitely bigger than mine. Yeah. I can kind of see why they've teamed up with her. I mean, for a lot of people have said like, why is Gwyneth doing this? Does she really need the money? And the answer to that is like, if you're rich, you're always looking for ways to add yeah. more money. Like, there's no such thing as anyone being like, no, I'm good, thanks. I won't take that expensive partnership. And also it's this alignment that Gwyneth is kind of trying to make her company known for of like, you know, relaxing at home and she gets to integrate the Goop products. And it's that, you know, relaxing and we're all here for like health and wholesomeness kind of vibe that she's trying to push. Can I just say, I don't know if I'd be super set on the dinner that they're planning to cook if it's going to be like a bone broth appetizer followed by like a bone broth dessert. But I've heard that Gwyneth, and by her admission, is quite the heavy drinker. And she said in the video, you can pick a bottle of wine from that expensive wine cellar. I think she's also still on the one cigarette a week bandwagon. Oh, so yeah. For any smokers You'd be able to there. light up with her. For any smokers out there, here's your opportunity to light up with Gwyneth Paltrow. Can I say, first of all, I just really doubt that anyone's actually going to be able to 
Airbnb this place unless they'd have to go through some sort of a vetting system. Like For it'll, it'll sure. probably be someone who's like known to the company. And also it'll be like that time that she got people to come on a cruise for her birthday. I was to literally going to, to mention the cruise because I was I like. I know people who were on that. I, I can't know reveal. Too. I know. We know the same people. <laughs> <laughs> Won't mention their names, but it was kind of sold as like a cruise with Gwyneth for her birthday. She wasn't there though, But right? she got helicoptered in and she was literally on that boat for, I think she's supposed to be there for 50 minutes. The moment the clock hit there that she'd been for 49 minutes, she was on that aeroplane. That is... She was out of there and she was heavily hungover and still intoxicated from partying the night before because <gasps> her 50th birthday. Respect. So yeah, she wanted to party, yeah. but she didn't want to party with the people on the boat. Yeah, I mean, cruises. <laughs> you can't get off them unless you're Gwenny with a helicopter. But can someone please go and apply and try and rent the Airbnb and just see what the vetting process is? Yes, if you want to do that, August got the 15th link. is the timing. I mean, I guess we'll put the link in our show notes. Yeah, um, let's try and do it. Let's put, just put it on the Mummy a card. Yeah, and clear your calendar because it's September 9th is the actual night and it's you and a friend. So choose your bestie. You and me. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do it. No, 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 no. Three former dancers for pop star Lizzo were accusing the singer of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. That's according to a lawsuit filed in Los Angeles. The dancers who accuse Lizzo, who's known for embracing body positivity, of weight shaming and pressuring them to touch a nude performer at an overseas strip club. So it's the headline in the story that none of us wanted to wake up to today that I think a lot of us felt really sad about, but it is a huge story and there's a lot of legitimacy to it. And so we do have to talk about it. And that is the the allegations against Lizzo and her production company with sexual assault and harassment and creating a hostile work environment. So this is three of her former dancers who have put in this legal complaint that was filed this week and the entire legal complaint and all their allegations that have been put forward have been viewed and reported by Variety. So the three people who have put forth the allegations are Ariana Davis, Crystal Williams and Noel Rodriguez and they have put forth the allegations both against Lizzo and her company Big Girl Big Touring and Sherlene Quigley who is the captain of Lizzo's dance team and was also really involved in her reality TV show Here Come the Big Girls. So there's a lot in these allegations and a large section of them which I think a lot of outlets have been reporting on the most and headlining off because it does seem to be the most sensational part of the claim is allegations that took place during a live sex show in Amsterdam's red light district. We won't go into the full details here but we will link an article from Variety that has a full breakdown of all the legal allegations if you wanted more details. But the allegations relate to Lizzo encouraging her employees to take part in sexual interactions and also pushing them to touch performers while on stage. So we should say at this point in time, so we're recording in the morning just after these allegations have come to light and Lizzo has not yet responded. And I think a lot of people are really only headlining off her name, which I understand, but there's also a lot of allegations against Shelley and Quigley. Yeah, that's it. So with regards to Sherlyn Quigley, she is known to be quite a religious person. And in the lawsuit, the dancers accuse her of pushing her Christian beliefs onto them. And she allegedly referred to one of the complainants, which is Rodriguez, as a non-believer. And after the other members of the dance cast asked her to stop pushing her beliefs on Rodriguez, it's then alleged that she responded saying, quote, no job and no one will stop me talking about the Lord. Also, with regards to Davis, who you mentioned, Laura, apparently Shirley Quigley discovered that she was a virgin and she then went on to kind of openly discuss it or allegedly openly discuss it, bringing it up in interviews and even posting about it on social media. 
With regards to the big girl, big touring allegations, they have said that the management team behind Lizzo's production company and consisted entirely of white Europeans who often accused the black members of the dance team. And just for context, all of the big girls are plus size women of colour. So they alleged that the production company accused them of being lazy, unprofessional and having bad attitudes. And when the dancers banded together to request a retainer for their work, so basically like an upfront or down payment, they were met with a lot of pushback and they felt that they were spoken to with a degrading tone saying, quote, the plaintiffs, the impression that these comments were charged with racial and fatphobic animus. So, I think the consensus has been with the story. It's like, of course, we have to cover it. There are legal documents filed that are quite comprehensive. It's not just some random person alleging something with nothing to back it up. It is three women who were known to be on her dance troupe, who have banded together, who have legal representation, and it's a very comprehensive and long document that they've put forth. But what's really hard is obviously what the allegations represent and kind of what they're questioning about what Lizzo puts outwardly to her fans and why we love and adore her so much and the fact that this lawsuit brings all of that into question. Exactly. And the fact that I think it's important, like you were noting, to say that it's the production company both on her tour and on her reality show and her head choreographer who are all named in this lawsuit with specific allegations against them. So it's not just Lizzo. Mm. But at the same time, a lot of the really intense allegations are directly towards her and her behaviour. And there's even a part in there where Ariana Williams states in the legal documents that she was trying to record a meeting with Lizzo where she was giving like notes feedback yeah, yeah. to the backup dancers which kind of tells you a bit about maybe the conditions they were working in that whether who was in right and wrong like we don't know but in terms of like it had got to the point where people were secretly recording each other behind the scenes of this tour it goes to show that something has happened behind the scenes that is really serious and I do understand why people I mean it's the first thing I saw when I woke up this morning and checked my phone it's probably the first thing you yeah. saw and the first thing you feel is just complete devastation in a way that it wouldn't be for pretty much a lot of other performers and actors and people who are really well known in the entertainment industry because of what Lizzo represents. And I think also it's the fact that it's so deeply linked to that reality show, that reality show that you and I talked about so much when it was announced. We did a whole big review and push and recommendation for it when it was released. Like I wrote an article about it. We celebrated it when it won at the Emmys. Mm. Like it was such a groundbreaking show. And I still think it is. I want to take away from that. But so much of that show was about the interaction with all these women who had come from around the world who had never been allowed into the performance and dance community because of their bodies or because of the colour of their skin. And that was monetized for a reality TV show, which was fine because it felt like it was they were actually given jobs afterwards. So yeah. it didn't feel like it was something that was tokenistic. And now seeing all these reports come out have completely pushed that to the side. And the thing is, even if they're found to be untrue or the lawsuit doesn't go ahead, the intent of these allegations and the women who have spoken about them, it's so damaging to her brand that this is never going to go away. Even if she denies it, even if the lawsuit is pushed aside and can't go ahead, this is forever attached to her brand now. And it feels like we'll never be able to watch or enjoy Lizzo in the same way again. I know. I had probably six people message me about yeah. it this morning. I mean, you were just partying it up at her concert. Didn't I literally me. That's was fine. just there. It's fine now, obviously. <laughs> I bought my tickets. I didn't get given them. Otherwise, I would have invited you. And it was like that kind of gut punch. What it made me think of is when all of the allegations came out against Ellen DeGeneres mm. and what had happened on her show. And there are similarities there just because of how legitimately everything has been done. Like, you know, you see a story break 
you read through all of the facts and you can kind of gauge what's happened. But it's really hard for me in this instance because it seems really legitimate. I, mean, I think which, that's fair to say. It just, there's a huge amount of court documents and the fact that they've all put their names on it yeah. is like someone's given an anonymous source to a tabloid. Like when I first saw the headlines, I thought maybe that's it and that we could easily push aside at some disgruntled dancer or maybe it's not. Maybe it's just anyone from the industry who's leaked some rumours. But the allegations aren't rumours because whether or not they happened, the allegations are now on the legal record. They've put their names to it. They appear to have real-time examples and documents documentation of events that happened. Oh, completely. And people who were also on the tour who look like they're going to be called in to be witnesses who would potentially, you know, be able to back up their claims. So it's not going away. And I think the thing is, is like it's so layered in that there were many levels of people that could have potentially have stepped in, you know, if if they're kind of pushing back and things like that. I think so much of what Lizzo stands for is that she's really passionate about the people that she has even around her and her team. Yeah. So that's another thing. Like when you're so about making sure that you've got all this representation, if it's just outwardly facing representation, but then like if you're lifting the hood and none of that representation is on the inside... Like it has to reflect both ways in order for it to be a safe environment for people. Yeah, and like you were saying with Ellen, it's true that if you do, I mean, they're very different claims, but the thing is the kind of thing that ties them together is these are both people that made their platforms about inclusivity and acceptance, and when you monetize that, you do put a bigger target on your back for these kind of allegations to come out. But what you're saying behind the scenes, I think, to end is important to remember that a lot of headlines are just saying Lizzo and putting her at the centre, and, yes, she's the most famous person involved, but I think we have to remember that the headlines aren't reporting the full story. And the full story is that this is much bigger than Lizzo. It's about her production company, her touring company, the people around her, like everyone's implicated in this. Don't just read the headline. All the legal documents are there to read. You can kind of read it and make your own assumptions from that. Well, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Spill. Remember, if you want all of the breaking news on Celeb entertainment goss head over to the spill instagram follow us it's really cute and really fun and you never miss a beat this episode of the spill was produced by laura brodnick and taylor strano with audio production by madeline joanno our executive producer is gia moylan we'll see you on mamma mia.com.au bye bye